1: A great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening.
2: All right. This is nice meals. I don't miss anything. I can, can watch
0: your lightsaber day. Day. if you
2: don't want to take this. Oh, it puts it right there. So,
0: so,
3: if you are interested yeah. in a stormtrooper yeah. yeah. costume, yeah. so, how much does
4: it cost yes. to make a stormtrooper? To so, so, make so or, you start start or to purchase the kit? <laughs> from start to finish. <laughs> Tell us about the process of getting a stormtrooper for our Really? Yeah, we're
0: going to do that. All right, you purchase the kit, which can range between $300 to $1,000. I know where you get it from. why is it so expensive? <laughs> you
1: pay for the quality of the work because we're crazy. Or you pay for the oh. Right particular. And oh, yeah. Order
3: the kit, <laughs> Then you assemble it, and you get it. You have to trim the, you have to trim the armor because it comes off, kind of whatever size, trim it down Then you assemble it with the help of other members of the garrison, if you're lucky. Or you fumble along and then you beg for help after you messed up a couple of reasons <laughs> Is this a person's phone? No, <laughs> <laughs> I just know people have done that. We've, <laughs> We've just heard the story. We have a question,
5: uh, yes, <laughs> sir.
0: If you're building your stormtrooper armors, there's a cool website you can go to find help and other fans of the Five Hundred First. I would say
3: join. There's a what is it? The White uh, whitearmor.net. And yeah. the well, what if he decides you not to do so? I mean, what? Sherm's built. Come, <laughs> Come on in. Come on Come on in. You built more kits than I have. Well, what are the sites I go
6: to for assistance? It's all uh, there's pathfinders for your scouts, there's uh, white armor for your, for your troopers, there's the den and helmet for both of that, there's uh, blizzard force for I just, ADATS. There's tons of help out there.
3: No. Everybody wants to measure four. And measure twice, cut
0: once. <laughs> <laughs> Every <time>. I measure, <laughs> measure three. Three. five yeah, three. Right. Yeah, yeah, times. You so got twice for different times times places to get measure, your cut. Regular regular measure. Yeah. Yeah. Are you Are you measure, measure, measure. No. That's
7: still a, a little cut. bit by a little bit. Just, just, just to go. What's your super? Oh god.
2: Yeah, yeah, Continue. Don't cry. Five heat gun ruined part. No.
0: Hot. No, 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 no. No. Why do my plastic shrivel? <laughs> no Give job. up. Pay someone who knows what they're
4: doing. Receive giant box. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay so, so we're going to get back. We have three guests now. And there's super starting.
3: I know a couple of sites like Anavos, and there's another one in the UK that actually will sell you pre assemble kits. You send them there with your measurements, and... Um, yeah, I've heard they're pretty good. I haven't heard anyone to complain uh, about them. But sure with almost, you're waiting and yes. pl- a no, year. No, that's not true. They will send it all. Start it all. <laughs> oh, he's
2: okay. wearing. I
6: ordered that two and a half years ago. So, um, so they still haven't.
4: Yeah. Okay. okay. Um. Let's go on for our second trivia question now. What is the second most popular <laughs> kit in the Five O First? Our props. Anybody that's not in a member of the couple? Of <laughs> months, <laughs> <laughs> go for it. Take, Give a, a, guess. A, Take a
3: guess. Darth Vader. <laughs> tie
4: The answer is tie pilot. Is the second most popular kit. Okay. Why is that? The Jolly Rogers. That is an excellent. Oh my! We actually have a time pilot with us today. (laughs) You were not coerced at all. The odds are 575 to one. Just one.
0: Don't tell me the (laughs) odds. Never. tell me the odds. How did you make your?
7: I didn't. I bought it. Um, No. uh, uh, I don't remember who made the box. Whoever it is. Don't ever buy one from them because oh, this is like solid weight. Oh, uh, so yeah, like this is like 15 pounds on the shoulders every single time I wear this stupid oh, thing. Oh, jeez. Um, the helmet was made by Brian Pate. Um He's a local guy. Yeah, he's a really he's, nice
5: local guy. Does really good work.
7: Yeah, he does. Um, and the jumpsuit, like, there's tons of different uh, websites and stuff that are uh, where you can get. Uh, jumpsuits for uh, five hundred first stuff. Um, I, like I, I, bought this all like sure, together. So, I'm not the best person for to our guests. Your judges, welcome. They just let us in. <laughs> yeah, I know. we were talking about. We can't come
0: in until ten. And, it starts and then you have ten. to stand in lines and something you know, starts at you know. 10. Oh, so. It was a test. If you were a rebel, you would have snuck in ahead of you.
5: <laughs> and then, and then
0: we <laughs> only only good, no second. only pure would You're wait till the doors. On.
3: open. <laughs> so, <place here laughs> There's a rebel right there. He's already admitted, Jedi. Rebel out.
4: So what, for those of you that have just joined us, we're going down the most popular suits in the yeah. final of first. The number one being Stormtrooper. <laughs> you don't know want one? Thank you. Or Sam Trooper <laughs> when it turns you on. And number two being the TIE pilot. There are quite a few variations of the Thai pilot. And yeah. the new Battlefront exploded with new Thai pilots that people can do now. So Those are actually Inferno squad. Well, yeah. like, they can be pilots. We have an Inferno member in Tucson. Yes, we and with the tie pilot, you can actually be in the tie pilot without the helmet and the uh, the rest of it. Just with the hat is a uh, reserve pilot, that's something else too. So, these, which is a great starting point uh, too. Yeah, really good starting point if you don't want to spend too much money. And the third most popular kit is. Anybody want to guess what the third most popular costume in the five hundred? Give We actually have one that didn't coerce in here. Either. I'm ahead. Me. There's a biker scout. So why don't you tell us about being a biker scout?
5: I like to hit trees. <laughs> I hate Ewoks. Don't austro Trivers hate Ewoks? I really hate them. In Dorian drop bike. bears, they stole my bike. So you know. Oh That's, yeah. that's all. Um, because they're taller. Um, This kit's very hot, because I have three different layers of clothing on underneath the armor itself, so it does get hot, but it has benefits where I'm a lot more mobile than, say, a TK, where I can sit down and
4: bend over. This isn't about me. I'm just saying. (laughs) So, yeah. All right. How much would a biker? One of our fine guests was saying, "I really want to be a biker scout because that tree needs to be hit, and nobody is doing it." How much would it cost them to do that? It say? varies.
5: I got mine with my helmet, and this was a few years ago. The helmet and the, the all the armor, part armor, was I think 650. But it varies depending on where you get it from, and depending on what material it is. And then I traded. I had a different. Um, Helmet that I traded somebody to make me all soft armor. So it came out to around. If I really wanted to put a number to around, 1,100 bucks.
4: And if you, every one of you has one of our super fun handouts, right? If you look on the one page, has a list of all the different attachments, So if you said I really want to be a costume, there is a website with other people that will help you. They'll tell you where to get the stuff, who to buy it from, who not, not to, buy to buy it from. <laughs> yeah eBay oh, okay. is not your and then, friend. Okay.
1: And then this is important, the costume reference
4: library. I know, yeah, all the information is on there as well, so... That would be where you would go if you get stuck on
5: something. You can. There's an actual forum for that That group of people, like for Biker
4: Scouts. There's an actual forum like, I need help with this and people are willing to help you, usually. And that's part I And mean, also you can get, get together with the yes, local garrison which is here in Tucson and up in Phoenix, and up in Flagstaff.
3: Why yeah. not finding that? Yeah, we have armor parties, <clears throat> let's see if maybe Come on in! in.
4: <laughs> Hello. So we also have, those are the three most popular costumes for well, Stormtroopers is Star Wars. You know, high are easy to wear, and fairly easy to build, and biker scouts are awesome, right? Here's our okay. Boba Fett, Revan, and we have a TFA Executioner, so who would you like to hear about next? If you love Boba Fett, raise your hand. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're gonna do with Boba Fett next. So tell us a little bit about your costume, how what it's like to wear it, how much you paid for it, and any advice for other people that think no Boba Fett is is a thing. So I love this costume. Um, I'm a little more mobile
0: than a stormtrooper. Uh, Depending on how you attach your jetpack, you can't really bend down, because mine is on a scuba harness, so it's clipped in, and if I lean forward, it will actually come unbuckled, so I've kind of got to stay straight up. Um, It adds, I think on average, about 20 degrees to whatever room I'm in, so it gets a little warm. Uh, And for price for it, it varies depending on how much work you want to do. I have a friend who built the entire suit himself, took him about Four years and I think he spent about four thousand dollars on it. In total, for me, I didn't do this because I'm not good enough to do this, and it was about ten grand for everything. But, um, <clears throat> MOBA they're really particular about, and all of the dents need to be in the correct place. I mean, the really particular about everything, but mm-hmm. the paint job is mostly why it's expensive. It he's the most expensive of all. By a wide margin, poster, not that much money. It's
4: like Boba, Vader, and then a huge drop-off, and then everything else. <laughs> okay, We also have Darth Revan, for those of you that love the expanded universe. Woo! <laughs> Let's hear it for Darth Revan, woo! Yeah!
8: All right. um, so I'm a very well-known character with most public—usually at cons I'm pretty well-recognized. Most people play the Knights of the Public Games 2003. Yeah. But um, in terms of the armor, uh, also not, I wasn't, I'm wasn't a very uh, close, savvy, can't sew, none of that really got into that. So I did have a full commission from Wicked Armor, very good site, um, he does a lot of work. He actually does French Republic Commando, if we're interested in that. Um, very good guy, works with you, yeah, you can email, him like, hey, how's the armor coming? along? He busted all this out in probably about two months. He's wow. very efficient. <clears throat> um After it came in, I kind of worked, I did do my uh, own boots, uh, finding those took me a little bit about a day, can't really see them. And after that, it was very quick approval. Um, the armor head of itself, it is three layers of black linen, it, so it's very warm. It um, does breathe a little bit, especially down below the waist in the nice air-conditioned rooms, but outdoor troops can be a little warm, especially in the Arizona heat. Um, but it's fairly fun. I do have a little bit of mobility, more than a TK, that's for sure. Um, you can sit and keep your back straight, but it's a fun, and it's very, very exciting when people recognize you, because it doesn't happen very often. So when that does happen, it's usually when people recognize you that they go, Crazy because, you know, they also realize that, hey, not a lot of people recognize Coder anymore, uh, but hopefully we'll do bring back to light again. So here's the open
4: but It's a fun It's a fun Alright, thank you so much. And we also have our TFA, the Force, excuse TFA anymore. The Last Jedi Executioner. Right over here. Yep. <laughs> it's
2: actually kind of high right there. 80% of this is Force Awakens, too. Um, the uh, shoulder bells, the black yoke, my little black cap just over here. Um, and then the helmet's different. Everything else is the same as Force Awakens. Um, it's hard to talk about price with this one because it's a much more recent costume. Um, the version I'm wearing was a prototype done by a like four years ago, three and a half years ago. So it was pretty pricey. It's actually licensed Lucasfilm, whereas most of our makers don't have to <laughs> have to take on that cost. So my, my raw armor kit was like 1800 bucks. Um, but it's the most quality, most accurate one out there, so I don't regret it, but you can find kits now for half that, um, for uh, TFA or Last Jedi. Um, where you get killed is modern kits are getting a lot tougher over the older ones because they're spending so much money on these movies now. The old TKs were you know, mostly stuff you could get at hardware stores and other things. Now it's like they've got all these gaskets between all the layers and very hard to make and kind of expensive to commission out so you might spend a few hundred bucks just on the the under parts boots are custom totally custom so you have to have someone make those there's another 120 bucks gloves are custom everything's custom now um even the materials they're using in the movies we can't quite match perfectly anymore the stuff in the movie is pretty cool actually um it's like a rubbery material super flexible which would be amazing but it's really heavy a friend of mine had um, access to some screen kits and he had to look at some pictures of if you lay the armor out on a table, it just lays flat, just floppy. Great for actors to run around in, but it costs about 20 grand to make just the armor the way they did for the movie, so we still stick with ABS, same stuff that this guy and that guy, this is made out of, it works great. It's also durable. Like, our, our stuff is meant to last for years, not a quick shot and then gets shredded. Um, in the movie, the gaskets were rubber, and they're all falling apart after like two scenes. So we came up with better ways to do that for for them to last a while. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of pieces. There's neck seal. There's gaskets. There's boots. Custom gloves. Um, the helmets are not super cheap. If you and like like has been said before, if you want to do it yourself, you can probably do one of these guys for fifteen hundred bucks, but you're doing a lot of work. You might be sewing your own gaskets and doing all your own paint job and all your own work. You can spend three or four grand if you want to commission the work, so it kind of depends on how you want to have it done and stuff. But um, but again, the cool part is, with a few extra parts, you can interchange. You can be two characters, actually more than two characters because you can be the riot baton trooper, you can be the heavy gunner with a vest. You um, Yeah, the executioner parts, or if I just swap to my white shoulder belts on top and have a white version of that helmet, now I'm the standard uh, Last Jedi Trooper. That's been really nice. You can wear like five costumes in one. I suspect that's going to change in the next movie, so be curious, because it sounds like there's going to be a time gap, probably. Nobody really knows yet, um,
4: but it's a fun costume. And not every costume costs $5,000. <laughs> just, just so you know, if you're like, I want to join the club, $5,000 is too much to spend in the costume. We have Imperial Officers, which are under $500. Yeah, actually, cosplay Place
3: guy their Imperial Officers, uniform, is is approvable. Oh, uh, like just the mm. suit itself. You can use it, I think, about $100, $150. Custom fit to you. It's
6: all the boots. Huh? Yeah, the boots. boots tough part. The and in. then you
3: have to get the hat, which is probably about 100 $100 there. What else do we have? Belt,
4: Blaster and the um rake. There are there are we'd like to call them entry level costumes, which are low budget because you know, when I first started doing this I thought paying a thousand dollars for a costume was the dumbest thing ever. And now I'm like, Oh, it's only a thousand dollars
2: And those costumes actually Add something. They're not just entry level. Like when we do parades and stuff, having officers there really makes it gives them a much better impression. So like, it's actually a good costume. Yeah, it is. anyone out of armor is like very
5: crucial to, to yeah. doing parades. Right. There's a lot of yeah. vision issues. Yeah, we have no visibility.
3: I can't see. I mean, most of us can't see what the bugs on below this. I mean, yeah. I almost trampled a kid this morning already. Right. So <laughs> um, yeah, we got to be very careful. and If something gets dropped, we lose a piece. I know so that I can't, I can't that's where I come yeah. in. Yeah. We you have can't wranglers. Well, that's Usually what... the wives and kids <laughs> of everybody,
1: and uh, <laughs> we pick up all the fallen pieces and we tell every guy label it with your name. Yeah. please. Because it, like, oh. if you drop it, we don't know whose it is, and if there are names on it, at least we know how to get it back to them. And they do cry when they lose a little piece. It may be a little piece to you. It's serious. But then it's like that bolt that can't be replaced. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs>
4: Yeah, we keep them in a pile. We save them until we get them back to their right owner. There's always that picture at the end of the convention. Who recognizes this? <laughs> <laughs> Who's missing this? <laughs> so there's quite a few of you here now. So obviously you have a slight to greater interest in Star Wars or maybe costuming. So do we have any questions out here? Any questions? Like, I'm thinking I want to do this costume, but I don't want to know more. Any questions? Does anybody have any thoughts on that? Any ideas? No, you guys?
0: Yes. So, besides the Imperial Officer, what's a good entry-level one that someone who's got some skills could make themselves?
3: Reserve Tie Fighter. And other nice. ones
5: are, for you, in particular because you already have a it would be a tough job. Tusken or would ta-
0: Be a ta- or tall Jaw. But yeah. the Reserve Tie is really
7: good though because like it also gives you access to like three other costumes besides just reserve type palette? Like, you've got the uh, the regular type palette. I think the Death Star gunner wears a... Well, yeah, he yeah, yeah. does. Um, and I think there might be one more of it, yeah. yeah. It so gives you access right. to yeah. And it yeah. gives you access to multiple Doesn't the... Don't, doesn't the, the yeah, the, 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 the cheeseburger. Yeah.
4: yeah, with the, <laughs> yeah, the dumb comment. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to do that <laughs> 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 one. <laughs> 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 Tuskens are fairly easy to make. You know, I, was, I was actually working on that just recently. There's an episode two Tuscans are much easier than the episode four Tuscans because they just, they don't have a lot of our extra hardware. And for example, like, you know, I'm a royal guard sometimes and the royal guard there's like five different versions of them. And I think the one from episode two, yes, there was a royal guard in episode two. He's out of focus in the background for one second. <laughs> And the difference between him is he's got two slits, so you can put both arms out. <laughs> so if you're clumsy, it's easier to not fall. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so let's, let's move on. Does anybody thinking, if uh, you want to do a question, let us know, we'll stop and we'll answer any questions you have. If you do have a question, but you're too shy, you can find us downstairs later, but yes, sir?
6: How did all of
7: guys find your love for
4: Star Wars? That's a fantastic question.
7: Yeah, not, I don't I
4: don't I don't Find the DSG. No, no. <laughs> uh, oh, Find the Star Wars. Well, I'm, I'm really old, so I remember <laughs> when the first one came out. And I'm like, this is so much better than the other stuff. You're, you're good, good, too. too. But, you know, <laughs> get <it>. Better.
0: better. <laughs> <laughs> you can just leave. <laughs> <Fine>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Actual sci-fi, we have space wizards. So I mean. yeah, and cowboys.
9: Don't <laughs> worry about cowboys. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna say that new okay. Star
3: Trek Discovery is fantastic. Yes, it is. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> that
7: is the rule, buddy. Dustin.
4: Hi, Dustin. Hi, Dustin. <laughs> is he the one you want to lock the block door? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep I remember watching the movie as a kid and I just really really loved it and I didn't think too much of it when the prequels came out. I really enjoyed those two and then I decided that I wanted to do something more exciting than be a really boring school teacher and I found out about this club and I kind of jokingly suggested to my wife I'm going to join and she thought I was crazy. And then I did join, and she still thought I was crazy, and then I started having so much fun, because, I mean, you can, pretty much, you can go out every weekend, hang out with other people that love Star Wars, make some kids smile, and then go kick back and, oh, Star Wars. Yep. And you can do it every weekend, you know, we actually just came back from Albuquerque, we hang out with complete strangers that love Star Wars, now they're our friends. we go to California, so it's like being part of this... Big social group as well, which is more the reason why I stay. That I don't
5: Yeah, for instance, with me, I was born right in the middle of all the Star Wars first coming out, so I just grew up around it. It was Star Wars in the early '80s was just that was everywhere. It was mania, yeah, and again, it was high quality versus everything else that was coming out. You go watch. 1980s Flash Gordon oh, versus, versus Empire Strikes Back. I dare you to take that challenge, young man. Because <laughs> you will be like, "What is this?" Well, birdman awesome.
3: is awesome. Gordon's
8: amazing. Yeah. Nothing like flying monkeys. <laughs> As for me, he was younger and I wasn't. Uh, Star Wars wasn't coming out around when I was kind of my teens. So, I was moving around a lot, and eventually I lived with one of my uncles, in he was he. At, uh, star Wars coming out when he was about my age so we kind of like bonded over that as a very strong so, and my whole family's been crazy crazy Star Wars, so it's a very essential part of just our family life, you know it's, it's something I hope to pass on to my kids um, my uncle, you know I have little cousins now and I do a lot of Star Wars stuff with them all the time and so it's just kind of integrated into our family, it's just a huge part of going that's kind of really my love because even with these guys Star Wars is
4: family, that's what the movies are about, probably not Share why they love Star Wars so much. Ooh, ooh, me, me. <laughs> okay, the lady on the I'm so bad.
1: I loved it as being a girl growing up. I was very odd for liking Star Wars because you know I'm old too, and so girls movie? just didn't do that. But there was Princess Leia. Yay! Yay. <laughs> and we loved her, and she was amazing. And um, as a character on the screen, she was this sassy, princess, nobody had ever seen before, it was new. And so I kind of done that, and my brothers couldn't make fun of me that much. Matter <laughs> of fact, I gotta play, because I gotta be Princess Lady. And so, and as I grew older, I, I passed it on to my nephews, and much to my brothers to stay. And now I pass it on to my own daughters, who, they love it just as much as we. Well, yeah, we kind of push a lot more onto them, so they get a little tired. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> i I'll trying to remind on the crowd camera.
4: You uh, should teach your voice. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> so, then, which costume do you have in the five first?
1: Oh, I'm the emperor. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So the females, I know I'm I gendered my just because he needed one. <laughs> That's How it started for me is he goes, I'm gonna make the costume, and I'm like, okay. And he goes, well, I'm gonna make this other costume. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's good. He goes, it's gonna be the guard. Okay, I need an emperor. Oh, you're it. <laughs> and then I became the emperor. He's a he kept telling me, oh, you're so you'd be so good as the emperor. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it, yeah, weird compliment, but it turned out. Great.
6: I mean, I'm enjoying it. I just, I like it like more than I ever thought I would. Yes, gentlemen in the back. I might like just add to that. Um, so for for we, we have a bunch of guys dressed up here, but if you put a helmet on, any female can wear any of these mm-hmm. costumes and be perfectly acceptable. Um, and the cool thing about Star Wars is, is recently is that uh, it empowers most women. So you have like the rogue rogue one. Uh, We've got Jane Urso, who's the lead character, and then obviously Ray is in the, in the new movies. Um, and so I have, a, I have a daughter who, at uh, the, the tender age of seven, wore a TK. And, and she was like this tall, in a, in a TK armor, which is the Stormbreaker or Stormtrooper. And, uh, and most of us would get upset because when she would walk in, she would take all <laughs> of the information. Like, everybody would go to her. Uh, as a little as a little tiny stormtrooper, um, but then when the, uh, the new movies came out, she she wanted to be a Ray, and or had to be a Ray, <laughs> and, uh, and so she's got that. And then you'll see her downstairs she, now. She's a Thai pilot, so she's got a new Inferno squad uh, Thai pilot. My wife also does a Thai pilot, um, and then I think the, the the biggest issue with, with costuming is it's, it, it it kind of becomes addictive. And what you find is like, hey, I started off with, uh, well, I, I actually bought a with that costume in 2007 that I've never worn. Uh, and with the advent of 3D printing, I've now kind of accomplished everything and put everything together. But now my 15-year-old son, who's taller than I am now, wears that costume. And, uh, and there's a kid's version as well for, it's called the Galactic Academy, if you're not 18 or above. And it really accepts any costume. You can buy something off the Walmart shelf and be part of that Star Wars costume mm-hmm. group. But the addiction is real because uh, that's a probably perfect example. Every time I see a Facebook post, he's got something new that he's either building, um, and I've got two different Boba Fett, So they um, have the impact. He's got the Return of the Jedi version, which is what we call the multicolored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, return. especially on the jetpack. So the jetpack is yellow and blue. The Empire Strikes Back version is, is mostly like a sage green, it's all one color, and then they have uh, the special edition, which is a mix of both actually. And see, Lucas thought we would figure that out when he put different helmet with the costume, and we did. Um, so there's multiple versions of each costume that you can do as well, but I myself have five different costumes. I'm sure I'm probably low man when it comes to some of these guys. They yeah, only like have one. Left. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've only got two, <laughs> yeah. but, but uh, you'll find that uh, I try to build. With, I build all of my kids' costumes, uh, which again I'm in the same boat as as Jan and Neil's. I'm kind of old, so I've never seen when I was a kid, and then I've taken my kids to all the new ones and kind of watched how how they've developed their uh, their love for Star Wars, and and I. They really didn't have a choice, I mean, let's be honest, like, if I love it that much, they're gonna, they're gonna kinda like it. But, uh, you know, it, it's just a, a fun hobby, and, you, and to go to a celebration or a con or something like that, and it's just, you find out that the little nerd the little inside of me that wanted to, to dress up when I was a kid, and, and my first costume was C-3PO that my dad just made cardboard tubes and painted in gold. And then I had a Steve Rogers mask, which was the $6 million man, that he just spray painted gold, right? <laughs> and then I walked around for Halloween, and I mean, everybody asked what it was. But, <laughs> uh, but you just have fun with it, and you meet great people, and uh, and your family, actually, is no longer just inside your house. It's this great worldwide uh, community. I've met people from all over the world different. Ten thousand strong. Yeah, absolutely. So I remember when I got my number, it was four numbers, and it was we all we all get assigned a number, and four numbers, and I was like, wow, man, that's a lot of people. I feel like They'll take up to nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine people, and, and now we're well into, you know, five digits.
4: So, but it's fun, guys. It's it's an amazing community. And the uh, final first also takes costumes from uh, Rebel? The, or the, the show rebel, if you're a bad guy. So the good guys. I can't do get one But we have a couple of that. And then the Clone Wars, we have plenty of costumes from that. The, the, Clone, Wars, the Clone Wars cartoon or the Clone Wars movies. And with, how many people here have watched Star Wars Resistance yet? I tried to. I watched half of one episode. It seems pretty good. I didn't see any bad guys in there yet. But if they are, we'll take them as well. Others that win. I didn't well, get okay. that far yet. This is the very beginning. It's well, <laughs> a new channel,
5: so I have to you hide it online. So, yeah. first, so. Okay, true. Sure.
4: <laughs> Anybody else want to share what made them love Star Wars? Anyone from the audience? Because you guys all obviously love Star Wars. Why doesn't love Star Wars? <laughs> I don't love Star Wars. I just wanted to sit down. <laughs>
9: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I got I'm pretty much in the same boat as he is I mean I uh, you know I joined four digits you know uh, I, uh, over ten years ago and uh, I ended up uh, with a bunch of uh, OG guys um, ended up forming the squad down here uh, below Phoenix and uh, this is our tenth anniversary this year so this is, uh, we've been going ten years uh, doing events, uh, do, visiting kids in hospitals. I don't know if you guys saw a bunch of Star Wars guys talking to kids over there by the front door. That's that was a, a experience that only the Rebel Legion and our partner uh, groups, you know, the Mendelbergs us get with Comic Con to meet those families for the one hour that they get to come in before the rest of the crowd, and they're all got pediatric patients, kids with various issues, and, but we get to give them a comic experience. So. It's a small thing. That it's a small example of the amazing stuff that we get to do with this with this hobby. So, but the cool thing is, is that it's accessible. I mean, a lot of people, you know, will look at you know Clint and be like, oh my god, that suit's amazing, but you know, it made me out of my range, you know. But Braden next to him, wearing the Tide pilot, um, is also is, amazing. By the way, what's <laughs> that? It's also amazing. It's just cheaper. <laughs> it is amazing. It is amazing. And that's why I have one. And that was the first uh, costume that I got approved in was a TIE pilot. And what's funny is I came back around and 10 years later I got another TIE pilot. So, um, but the great thing about it is is you take the chess box off and um, he's still in an approved costume. You know? Um, they had Imperial officers or uh, Imperial crew members wearing the exact same stuff walk around the desk star. You know? And the Star Destroyers. And it's it's cheaper so it's accessible and it's it's a great entryway to a great hobby and then if you want to go from there get some armor then you're a TIE pilot then you have three costumes the bridge crew which is gloveless the TIE reserve which is the TIE fighter pilot costume he's wearing now but with gloves and then the full TIE fighters uh, which is everything he's got plus the helmet so that's why I love it, you know? So, you got one
4: version, you go to the Vader version when he's mistaken for Vader. Oh. <laughs> if you're <were> a live costume, you're a live No, that's
9: a running joke here. Is that, yeah. Anybody, how many times do you hear it? Very, very, I don't hear Vader very often, but I hear Kylo Randall <laughs> a lot. Kylo? So, you know, just like our Mandalorian work friends, you know? How many times do they go up to them and say, hey, it's Boba Fett? And they're just like, oh, yeah, all right, I'm Boba Fett. Want yeah. <laughs> you know, so. But, um, but it's fun. So, what's funny is I've been a Star Wars fan my whole life. Um, the first movie I saw in the theater was Empire Strikes Back. And that one stuck with me. Um, it's my wife, Michelle. She knows. She's like, oh, I know. <laughs> go on and on about um, But then the cool thing is that uh, how the squad formed was kind of funny. Is that I was bored out of my mind you know, one day and I'm like, I'll oh, see if there's anything, any kind of fan clubs in town. So, I got online and I found one called the Fan Force. It was just a fan club. So I went and I met with them. They were meeting at a library, and only like three people showed up. And I walked in, and I'm like, and I hung out for a little bit. We talked. And it was mostly about just kind of sitting around and talking about stuff. Damien showed up. Kat showed up. Somebody else. I don't remember. Who, but uh, maybe Jake. I don't remember. But anyway, the bottom line is I walked out going, these guys are much freaking nerds. I'm not going to hang out with them. <laughs> <laughs> and it ended up being a big mistake of my life, because then when I went, uh, I did. I wasn't going to go back, but then Hurricane Katrina hit, and they all got together and decided to do a, a clothing drive for Hurricane Katrina. That was a big thing. It was huge down here. Uh, people just make clothing drives over and over. So I am like, all right, that's cool, so I'll go to bed. So I go to that to help out, but they happened to put in a call to the military Garrison in Phoenix, and they sent down some stormtroopers. And they sent down one with an extra sand trooper, like Joe's wearing here, that was actually meant for somebody else. It was meant for Frankie, but he got sick, so they're like, hey, you want to put it on? And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> so I put it on and it's like I felt like an instant action figure. I mean, people are like driving down Grant Road, almost reiterating each other <laughs> to get a picture of me as I like, drive by and, and it was a blast. Kids were flipping out, people would stop in the middle of Grant Road, jump out, run up to me to just give me a hug, and then get back in the car and leave hell that happened, did I get molested? <laughs> yeah. um, but that was it, so I was sold. So long story short, we ended up st- slowly building up some numbers, we got squad status, which is you have to have 10 members or more. Right now, even though you don't see them all at once, um, that'll be a miracle, uh, we are sitting at like, like 45 squad members in below teams. So I know Seth is like, that's a of bullshit, never see those guys. <laughs> so <laughs> we just never see them all together. But the great thing about it is, is it's accessible. And now, just like just like you, I mean, so many of what you said just mirrored. You know, what my daughter is now Black Academy. Um, she's got a tight pilot. Um, my son is Galactic Academy in a Shore Trooper that he's going to be wearing later today. So if you see a Shore Trooper, you guys know who that is. It's the tan newer Troopers from Row One. Um, but it's made out of foam because when they're under eighteen, get away with it a little bit more. It's made out of foam, but you wouldn't really tell unless you went up and, and actually like uh, looked at the fine details or, or picked it up. And I got to take them trooping with me. We've done the zoo, we've done charity walks, and they just love it. And it's a lot of fun, I think, right? <laughs> so it's now it's now uh, not now it is again uh, a way of life you know, and it seems, and, and I love it for the exact same reason you said yeah, to, okay. is um, I I went to Celebration 5, which is the fifth one ever, it was the uh, anniversary of the Empire Strikes Back. I didn't know anybody, alright, but I walk into the hotel and there's some, some, there's a, a lady with a Rebel Legion lanyard, pins, you can tell you know, when we're in off duty, you can always still tell who we are, because we bling ourselves out, like he's wearing one of our shirts. Um, and instantly, something in common. I'm I'm at a bar with the Australian garrison. They don't know how to use our money. I'm teaching them how to use our money, and we're instantly talking about Star Wars. You know, the Belgian garrison builds all the amazing huge props you might see on the uh, the banner there, life-size typewriters and stuff like that. Wood wood must be free there, or something, <laughs> you know, because all that stuff they bring to celebration, and it's amazing. Um, I can barely speak their language, but we're all just sitting there talking to each other, comparing. Costume parts we have something is in common so it's a it 's a community, and that 's what really draws it to me and we can use it for charity purposes um, we've done hospital visits where we don't we know that we 're not going to see the child again, you know we know that they're not going to make it, but we've had nurses come out i've got primes, um because uh, they say that uh, this little a little girl a smile you know uh, I get choked up because there's one little girl that uh, Seth might remember um, that she hadn't uh, she she was told right off the bat she wasn't gonna make it. Uh, we went there with a whole tray of pop figures. Remember the, the big old. Bar I don't know that I, I don't that one. But uh, a, a build thing of pop figures, you know, Star Wars guys, that Fantasy comics gave us. And uh, I I wanted to give her. I gave her one, but she liked so many. I gave her the whole freaking (laughs) box, you know. And her uh, her family later on sent us a message and said that uh, you know because of our visit, she didn't. She helped plan her own wake, knowing it was coming, and she made it a party instead of something sad because of our visit. So. we had a few
2: good stuff too, we, I've been there twice now when a kid got to go home from getting cancer treatments, like they were cleared. And they only have like a small group of people there, like they, they don't let the world in, it's very private, and they invite us, but you're like, what am I doing there? <laughs> yeah. Is it Cardin's where they get to bang a gong is the Phoenix Children's? Mm-hmm. One of them where they get to bang a gong and sign the wall before they leave after they've gone through. And it's like, it's just crazy standing there with a family who you have never met. But because you're Star Wars, they one you there for that and the kids take pictures and it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's uh
9: and I'll never um, you know, I mean I'll I'll do this for of the longest You know, it's uh it's a blast. So you know, and then for every perfect piece of charity that we do, we just have stupid fun You know. Just coming out here to a con, you know, pretending to blast each other, really blasting each other with nerf guns <laughs> for charity, you know. Whatever, it's a, it's a good time. not get playing with that because we get across I know, right? I mean, <laughs> where else can you go, like, here at this time, you know, jump into
4: the Starlight pit, wrap a big big chemical around you, you know, and it's okay. <laughs> it's not weird. <laughs> we also do a lot of, I mean, the, the hospital visits and the walks are one thing. We also do a lot of other things that are fun, too. We, well, there's... Fun as well, but on a lighter note, because we are Lucasfilm approved. You may be a sick tough, you know. I look at the costumes; they're really, really picky. Basically, if Lucasfilm needs Star Wars characters for a promotional event, we're the people they call. So we'll go out like we've done uh, we our uh, whatever he when he called, We'd be the guys on the stage called the fiber for us, so we don't look. We've been playing on stage with out, which is pretty ridiculously crazy. When there's the movie premieres, you go and there's all the Star Wars characters running around. That's us. And the Prince I mean, in Disney. How many? Uh,
9: how many troopers years and years ago did the a roast That so was in 2009,
1: uh, huh? Yeah, was it 200 was, or 100? There was, He chose two troopers from every garrison, right? And he flew them in from all over the world. Paid for it for himself. Have you see like
2: commercials like yeah. Force Awakens, TFA Rogue One, Nissan commercials, all those Duracell commercials? 80% of those guys running around are our troopers, getting paid by Disney to be there. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And related, really cool side note. Everyone here have Rogue One on Blu-ray? If you watch the behind the scenes, our costume reference library is up on their computer as they're designing Stormtroopers. They're literally looking really at our references <coughs> to figure out, because our crazy Uber nerds have spent so many years studying, you know, screenshots, that sometimes Lucasfilm even takes a look at us to see, like, you know, how is that, what's going on behind the scenes here? And it's, it's really a little stuff like that that's pretty cool. Some of
9: them could be murdered homicide detectives. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they were like, you know, this English guy in 1975 put that divot on that forearm in that piece armor, you know, and they, they figure it out. So. For
0: instance, like my sequence here that keeps flashing if you've noticed it, there's a guy on the denim helmet who took the HD version of Empire Strikes back and just hit play and pause repeatedly and then recorded how many seconds it was in between each individual change, including like when you can't when he turns around, he calculates that time to see how much time has changed in between each different iteration. So, he spent, like, I don't even know how many times just pausing in
9: each D thing. And they do that for, like, every costume. It's ridiculous with the details. So that's why I'm happy just having somebody else do it, and then I'll buy yes. it. <laughs> I don't want to do that. That sounds, yeah, <laughs> that sounds awful.
1: Yeah, that sounds hand. He sits there and plays. I used to. Yeah, How many references of Cat Bane Is it Cat Everywhere.
6: If you have OCD, this this is a good hobby for you. Yes, sir. So.
4: No, I made the very foolish decision to make Kylo Ren before the movie came out so I could experience that premier new character thing, which was awesome, by the way. And so I made the costume based mostly off of uh, leaked images. And the very first time I wore it was when they released all the toys. And we went to a Walmart and it was badly advertised and everything else. But at the end of the, you know, they would put all the toys out at midnight. I'm a school teacher. I get up at 6 o'clock in the morning anyway. So I got three hours of sleep. So I, the toys came up. I buy all the Kyler rentals I'm sitting at home, man, you did it wrong, wrong, wrong <laughs> and wrong, and wrong, wrong. And it's totally ruined the costumes. I did it all wrong because there was no reference pictures. And so, you know, that's why, you know, nowadays, if there's a costume from a new movie I want to make, I will, I will wait <laughs> until they know what it's supposed to be like. For example, the fabric the camera is made out of, that's everything from the new movies is just, Custom made special fabrics now. So anything from, you know, Force Awakens on is going to cost you a ton more money. And there was a guy in Britain that actually made, custom wove that fabric. It was $70 a yard and you needed 10 yards to make the costume. And you had to wait seven months to get
1: it.
4: And I figured I had to the costume with six yards. <laughs> now, if you go to Joanne's, you can buy the fabric $15. for fifteen dollars a yard from uh, Yaya's cosplay yeah. line as <laughs> Dark Knight. <laughs> so, so you know, patience. Like I would not recommend doing a costume from the brand new movies unless you have a lot of money or you just have to make it.
7: So another uh, interesting thing on that is sometimes whenever a new movie comes out, because like I remember looking, uh, as soon as I watched Force Awakens, I went home and I'm like, I'm going to look at the CRL wow. for Kylo Ren, and I did it. and it was wrong. It was like, no zippers on the arms, none yeah. at all. You can't have those. And I'm like, he did, though. Like, he definitely yeah. has zippers. The, the, on the
4: arms. Uh, CRLs changed. Like, when I, finally when the CRL broke, there was like an undertunic, which is like a third layer of black fabric that I didn't have, and I watched to movie. it's not there and so then i, I mean i spent a thousand extra dollars fixing my costume so i can have that stupid little tunic
1: doesn't everything else right
4: <laughs> and now that and i'm also the only kind of phoenix that has all three layers and like now when i when i walk it sways differently okay I'm, I'm cool with that i'll be that guy but now they realize that he actually wears five different costumes in The Force Awakens. He keeps changing it out. So it's become an optional accessory now. You don't need to have that third world tuning comfort. I'm wearing it because it cost me a thousand dollars. So yeah, if you want so that like, do your research. I know people always love the classic trilogy. I mean, you could be a TFA trooper, but you're always going to be a stormtrooper, right? People, because they know the plastic stick around, so. Yeah, it's, it's most important to do what you like. Yeah. That's the key.
2: You make something you want, not because you feel like you should make something else, or it doesn't matter. Just make what you want, and then you'll have a lot of fun. I ask a lot of questions. Yeah, not,
3: and I know you make it seem like it's a little bit complicated things change, but the reason why they are so strict is we are representing Lucasfilm when we're out there. So our costumes are screen-accurate, for the most part. You know, we don't want someone to come out there and thing, and, you know, a Star Wars night at the vaccine or something like that. Like, oh, who got that guy out there? You know, so we are representing Lucasfilm. We're doing charity and promo stuff.
4: And there is lots and lots and lots of help. I mean, I'm sure everybody could have our out little There's all the different Seattle we have. Thank Five minutes. Two minutes. Okay, so who wants some pictures with these fabulous kosher people? <laughs> All right, that's what you're here for, right? So let's get you guys kitted up. Yeah, just so Guess what? Yeah, I'm, I'm just chopped liver. liver. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, if Vader shows up, then I'm chopped liver. Exactly.
2: or
4: an R2C. Yeah.
2: Don, don't you take
4: nice, and they kitted them out
1: have any questions you don't want to ask us in
4: front we'll of everybody, come find us and also questions? Oh, some questions. Um, like, we have a couple Jedi, of Jedi's two. Yeah. to <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't fans. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know. I I get This is also. it's it's just everything the back?
0: thank you for listening to the creative play and podcast network and feel free to enjoy our other shows such as DD journey of the fifth edition and scion ragnarok and roll a scion hero to ragnarok story